Welcome to Both Down, the number one Blood Bowl podcast. With an episode zero. This is episode zero of episode Both zero. Down. Isn't this awesome? This is actually happening before any other episode. Kind of. Sort of. What we're sort talking kind of. about is, first off, I'm Scott Prime. And, and, I, and off to my other side here is my cohort. Steve. Co-host, cohort. Is that the same thing? Co-host, co- cohort. Same you think, thing. You think yeah. we'd figure this out after a couple of episodes? What do you mean? This is episode zero. Oh, that's right. This is the past. This is the one with no calories. <laughs> is this uh, <laughs> both down 10 yeah. or something like that? It's no, only for zero. guys. I guess both down 10 would add to the confusion. Yeah. So Once okay. we get to there, if it's still around, we'll make that joke. Okay. So this is both down zero. <laughs> and uh, what we like to do is actually get in our time machine, go back to uh, the episode of the jam session where we talked about our chaos cup adventure. Jam session? Jam from... session. The Couch Pirates. That's right. That's a whole different website. That's right. It? If uh, we actually started off and we are semi-affiliated with the couchpirates.com, they can go over there and list all their podcasts about wrestling, MMA, Comic politics, books, comics, magic. magic the Gathering, and what else? Politics. Did I already say you that? Said that but Video games. So and they, just general nerdness. That's right. So they cover it all. And uh, we started off there, which uh, was jam number, do you remember the 38. Jam? Jam number 38. So we did a special episode talking about our trip to Chaos Cup. And so uh, if you haven't heard this over at uh, couchpirates.com, you can now hear it here. So we're going to move on to our segment. Is that right? Yeah, we will go ahead and so let's say we pimped it out a few times. So if you've actually listened to it, you're not going to be hearing anything new until the <laughs> end. But if you haven't, no, just figured that people out there might want to hear everything about us. Um we do have a different person on this podcast with us. That's right. Which is? It's our producer, Kevin. Who you may have heard in the first episode. If hey. I look to the future and I see episode one, <laughs> I do believe he makes an appearance on there. That's right. We often refer to him as Couch Pirate Kevin. Right. So, But yes, he's on there. He's the one interviewing us. As I said, it's, it's part of the jam session. So we have just tailored it a little bit to us. So if you heard it before, not hearing anything new, just jump to the end. <laughs> Don't tell them that. Tell them there's something new right in the middle. There's something new right in the middle. Well, actually, I did cut out a tiny little bit of this episode. All right. It's kind of a mess up, but I did take something out. So it is. It's like a George Lucas version of... This is uh, the best version of this. <laughs> We're going to re-enhance this every uh, couple episodes and keep doing yeah. more zeros. We'll do zero, zero, and then triple zero. Yeah, we're going to start going binary on people. All right. Wow. Nice. Yeah, sometimes Computer. I'm fairly smart. All right, so you're listening to Both Down, Episode Zero. The Jam Session. Let's go to it now. All right, so this is the Jam Session on Couch Pirate Radio. Today we have Couch Pirate Campbell. Hello. We have Couch Pirate Scott, also known as Scott Prime. He's about to sneeze, I think. Howdy, primates. Oh, okay, he's just building up to that. Yeah, that Sneeze awesome? might have been more exciting. And I am Couch Pirate Kevin. Welcome to the Ginger Jam. Ginger Jam. <laughs> We're taking over. Wow. We're kind of going off the rails on this one. We're going to talk about the uh, Chaos Cup trip that you guys took to Chicago not too long ago. Right? Oh, shit. When was that? <laughs> that was in <laughs> September. It was about 12 months we, ago, and uh, you guys are just now getting, getting around 18th? to talking. It was the weekend of the 18th. Okay. You're right. September 18th? Yeah. Right? Uh, Chicago? Yep. Yeah. The Windy City? Where, where shall we begin? 
How windy is Chicago? It was has nothing. Wi- yeah, no, well, go ahead. The name Windy City has nothing to do with the actual wind, All right, rather please. than the politicians. Oh. they were boisterous, therefore windy, and blah blah blah. Interesting. Is that the true origin of Windy yeah, City? It is. Okay, well, it actually is fairly windy there. Yeah, they we'll have talk a lake. about how cold it was at the baseball game. Mm-hmm. Oh, all right, fair enough. <laughs> Wasn't that bad? Anyways, we'll get to that. So, what we're going to do is we're just going to go through the through the entire weekend, right? Might as well start as why we went. Okay, yeah. yeah. Of all right, we went for a Blood Bowl tournament, the Chaos Cup. And we've been playing Blood Bowl how many years now? Uh, I've been playing since. I've been playing Blood Bowl since about ninth grade, <laughs> but uh, this is our first tournament, actually. Yeah, first tournament we've gone to. Right. Uh, in case you don't follow Blood Bowl, it's a tabletop miniature game. The best way I can describe it is it's Lord of the Rings, except they don't get together and they have battles over land or feuds. They play a game of rugby or football. And so that's kind of it's kind of based off American football, but really the gameplay is a tabletop game, and it's more like rugby. So. I always like saying it's fantasy football with actual fantasy characters. <laughs> that's true, because you can or, have a, you know <laughs> trolls. And, and guys can get killed, or they can get a broken neck, or they can bring a chainsaw out on the on the field and chop somebody's head off. It's violent. It's really fun. But Scott's been playing for a long time. We used to play Hero Clicks, and we decided. We needed something else, so we started playing Blood Bowl. So now the origin of this game is, uh, it's actually from the UK, right? It's a Games Workshop game. So yeah, I guess all Games Workshop games at one point were UK games. It's really still big over in Europe. And are they still actually publishing new content for Blood Bowl? The community kind of is. The actual company, not so much. It was Games Workshop that did that. Yeah. They still publish the game. Okay. you can still go buy. You probably have to special order it, but they do carry it. Okay. They carry some of the miniatures. Right. But there's a ton of other companies throughout Europe mm-hmm. and even some over here in America, Impact Miniatures being one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, what's some of the ones overseas? Like Real Jordan? Uh, I, I can't think of the names right off the, my head, but they, they're producing and sculpting new figures, you know, because mm-hmm. there's been a need for this team has now evolved to have, like, each team has different positions and races. So, like, you might have a dwarf team with blockers and runners, guys who carry the ball, and uh, troll slayers. Over the years, some of those positions have been modified or changed or called something different, and there hasn't been new miniatures probably since the Mm mid-1990s. There's been one or two here and there. One or two star players, but not a team. So, other... Companies are taking it upon themselves and the Blood Bowl community itself to re-sculpt and fill in those positions and stuff. So mm-hmm. um, who's left playing Blood Bowl is really the community. They even update the rules and play test the rules and decide what they are. So, Yeah, so the company so, gave up and everybody else took over. So now they've got a this – a, this is an actual tournament that you guys went to. Mm-hmm. How many of these exist out there? I mean in America. In America there's – I don't know an actual number. Say twenty or thirty. Really? There's decent sized ones, probably more little ones. There's a lot of tournaments and we didn't ever really know this. Uh Steve started listening to some podcasts, Slurcasts. Mm-hmm. You know, we've gave shout outs to Johnny Yeah, B. we've and talked those, about before. those guys before. And they've gave us shout outs, you know, too on their podcast. Right. Um, but yeah, I just happened to find it one day on uh, the NAF, which is one of the websites for actually talking about Blood Bowl. Right. And got to listening to it, liked it. Told Scott about it. Told some other people. We got to listening to all of it, and Scott and I are pretty much probably the biggest nerds that have the most amount of time to listen to podcasts. 
So we got to listen to that, and after a while, we were like, you know what? It'd be kind of fun to go. Yeah, their podcast is basically the their main purpose of their podcast is to entertain and tell people about tournaments. Yeah, right? they're, they're very tournament based. And it's actually named after a tournament called the Slurpee Bowl, and right named after Slurpees, but in that university is Slurpee All with right. a Z. All right. And up north, there's Blood Bowl tournaments everywhere. Really? There's big ones, there's small ones, and just like here in Oklahoma, we drive down to Dallas to go to a comic convention. Mm -hmm. All these tournaments are like two, three hours away for these guys, so it's not unheard of to play a tournament, see see your friends two weeks later at another tournament. Mm -hmm. So it's really big up that up north, just kind of like hockey is. I was surprised yeah. how many people, and it makes sense, we don't have well, hockey right. here, but they were really geared up for the hockey season and stuff, so... <laughs> Yeah, there's tons of tournaments up there. The Chaos Cup is the only major in America. There's um, four major tournaments, which are still sponsored by Games Workshop? or I would say so. I think so. the NAF has taken over. NAF is kind of the main body of Blood Bowl players as a community. What does that stand for? The Nuffalamorical uh. NAF. <laughs> Oh, we suck. Ooh. I, I think it's <laughs> Nuffle Amorical Federation or something. I think it, so. It's basically the uh, governing body here. You, you join them. You're part of their little club. You get some collector's dice. You know, you can renew every year. Right. And they, they have a good website for promoting a tournament and mm -hmm. all that type they, of stuff. They actually are the ranking system. Uh, like Magic the Gathering has the DCI for their ranking system. Right. You can check. NAF, if you're sponsored, if your tournament's sponsored by the NAF, you actually have a ranking. And while you have fun, you can actually kind of see where you stack up to other people around the world. Right. So now we're talking about Chicago. You say this is a major. How many people would show up for, for the Chicago uh, tournament? This was the largest major in America. Okay. Ever. It's the only major tournament in America. Right. America, it's the largest group that they had this year, and they, they had 56 people this year. We had 56 people. Which uh, is pretty big. We came from Oklahoma, so we thought we were probably the farthest ones. You know, we traveled the farthest. There were some guys that traveled from Pennsylvania. Florida, I think. There were some, I think, yeah, maybe Florida. And one guy from the Netherlands. <laughs> wow. And every year, that guy look, wins. if you look in the past, there's other guys that come over from Europe. But this year, the World Championships was held over in Europe, so... It's kind of like a, a soccer or football-type schedule. I think they only hold them every other year. I, I'm not sure on that. I, I do know, like... Please please pardon our ignorance on all things tournaments. No, we're, we're still learning all these tournament <laughs> yeah. stuff. Um, Chaos Cup is the major in America. Canada has the Spike Tournament. Okay. Um, Dungeon Bowls in Germany? Dungeon Bowls in Germany, and I think they call it now the NAF Championship game. Mm -hmm. Which was the Blood Bowl. Which was just called the Blood Bowl for the longest time. That's, I, I don't know if it moves around Europe or not for sure. I think so. Wasn't it Spain last time? Or We're not sure. No. If anyone wants to correct us, then you can always <laughs> dial us at 1-888-506-0221, or you can email me directly, Kevin, K-E-V-I-N, at CouchPirates.com. All right, well, let's talk a little bit about your trip to Chicago. Well, first of all, there's supposed to be five of us going, and sure was. everybody else wussed out. So it was just the us and the gingermobile, and one at least <laughs> had an excuse of having to do schoolwork. So, all right, all right. <laughs> even though he then bombed that test, so he might have just well gone. So our trip up there, what do you, White Castle man? Ugh. Well, let's start. 
We, of course, we're in Oklahoma. It's in Chicago. It's what eight hundred miles. What we figure. Yeah, it was a little over eight hundred, I believe. There. So how many hours? That's what about twelve. Twelve hours. Yeah, yeah, something like that. So we decided to break it up into two days. We left on a Thursday night, drove up to Mount Vernon. Mount Vernon, Missouri. Yeah, that's as much as we have to say about that place. <laughs> no, it was. Let me tell you something though. If you're not from Oklahoma, we have shitty roads here oh, and shitty toll roads. Expensive ass toll roads. And as soon as we left the state, the roads were amazing and free. Free. <laughs> there was roadside rest where you can go to the bathroom. Right. Nice. And all through Missouri until we got to Chicago, everywhere we went, there was like a toy museum and uh, the the biggest candy store in the world and other goofy things like that. And to give a lot it, of sightseeing stuff. Give you some idea what. It cost us, what, seven bucks, eight bucks to leave Oklahoma? At the very least, yes. Eight Uh, bucks just to leave. (laughs) Just to take a straight road out. Yeah. And it's like driving on a lunar lander. Yes, it's horrible. (laughs) With construction all the time. Oh, yes. So they're putting the money to good use padding someone's wallet. Sure. (laughs) You realize those toll roads we probably paid for about two or three decades ago. Hundreds of years ago. Yeah, for real. So, yeah, we went up to Mount Vernon. It was okay hotel. Um, but we decided they had free breakfast. So I'm going to eat free breakfast, free donuts. Mm-hmm. Kind of sucked, but it was free. <laughs> <laughs> and on the way up there, we were like, oh, I wonder if there's a Shoney's. And I was like, I want a Shoney's because they have good breakfast. And they do. we didn't see you one. you remember Shoney's, Kevin? Sure, yeah, I remember that. They have a great uh, buffet. I don't know if... We haven't our, had them in a long time around here. Yeah, around here, yeah, it's been at least... 15 years something like longer that, yeah. probably yeah Shoney's breakfast bar definitely longer to coin the phrase the youngsters use was the bomb it was awesome <laughs> but I saw one in Jackson Mississippi when I was there on business so I was like I wonder if they have them up here and Scott's like no they don't so, <laughs> so we just we eat food you know I think I might have had a pop tart because I had them with me because the donuts weren't that good and then we keep driving and we see a Shoney's it's like damn it about 10 miles after we of decided we were like, damn it, I could have shown these. Of course. That's uh, always the way it is. Yeah. But so we left pretty decently early that Friday, and we arranged it so we'd arrive into Chicago about 6 p.m. Were, were there some couch pirates that supposed to go along on this? Why don't we call their ass out? Well, it was yeah. more of our Blood Bowl guys, but uh, we can call out uh, Alan and Gary and uh, Sarge on this. Right. <laughs> yeah, but... They're, they're yeah. friends of the Couch Pirates. Yeah. Right. They're kind of like our Rick Jones of Couch Pirates. You know how Rick Jones was an associate Avenger or something like that? <laughs> so one of them is Rick Jones, one of them is Sniper Carr. Nice. And yeah. the other one's Rick Jones from the Hulk. Or Jarvis the Butler. I don't oh, know. okay. <laughs> <laughs> so if Alan listens to this, Alan's Jarvis. Dude, we of got course. to, for lunch though, on the way up, we got to eat at White Castle. Right. You I know. don't know if that's a good thing. Really? We shouldn't be so, ha- so happy. I was like, I know White Castle sucks. But Scott's like, I want White Castle. I want White Castle. I had to. I mean, it was part of the experience, and it was pretty horrible. Yeah. I mean, I'd eat there again just because it's White (laughs) Castle, but it's not. You shouldn't get a lot of I've never eaten at White Castle. Oh, dude. Is that the thing with the little burgers? The little burgers with the little crappy onions on them. And they're The meat is like. I think it's steamed. The meat is like paper thin. I, I I don't get it. No, they're not good. We didn't get it either. There was an old man there that got <laughs> I mean, one what? sandwich. And those sandwiches you can eat in like two bites. Yeah, they're mm-hmm. like little, right? 
I honestly think if you would have threw lunch meat on the grill and put it on bread, it'd been better. Much, much. But people well, love what them. The, I mean, it's White Castle. It's the novelty of it. I think it's because they're small, they're cheap. People like them. But yeah, no. Okay. If you're super high, they might be much better. You guys could have eaten it like steak and shake or something. Yeah, yeah we have that around those here, up here. Though, now. Well, now that was the thing. We, there's no White Castles around here. All might right. as well do it. Fair enough. If nothing else, it makes for a decent story. Right. What right. you're getting now. Yes. Wasn't right that now. decent? Yes. <laughs> We're not saying it's good. It's just decent. Hang, hang on to your ass. Prepare for Why? excitement. Oh. Why? Because of all the excitement that's coming from hey. this time. Oh, okay. <laughs> so we actually get to Chicago. No problem. I mean, no real problems. No, I mean, besides the crappy some, construction. Some funky construction going on. And stuff. But we get there. We make great time in Chicago, even through the traffic, because we're getting there at like 5 o'clock. Really? Um, and it's down his Grove that we're going to. So yeah, which it's is a like suburb a suburb of okay. Chicago, Chicago. We're probably, what, 20 miles from downtown Chicago? I would think so, yeah. But with all the traffic, it's probably an hour at least. Oh, yeah. Um, so we pull off to get to our hotel. We can see our hotel. But we could have got out of the car and walked to the hotel, no problem. Oh, But right. it took us like 40 minutes because oh. there was construction. We ran into the worst construction right by our hotel. It was nice. horrible. Just that one time, though. We, we lucked out there. But. So to go like a quarter of a mile, for real, it took us 40 minutes. Because mm. everybody had to merge over to one lane and people in Chicago are, you know, they're used to the traffic, so they're aggressive. Yes. And, of course, we're they just wanting aggressive. to get to the hotel and be done with it. Like, check in, and we're good. But we had some good food that night. All this trip's going to be about is everywhere we ate. It might be. <laughs> This but where'd gonna, you guys eat? This is going to make Couch Pirate uh, Steve really... Uh, oh, he'll be jealous. Oh, yeah. Because he, <laughs> he likes to eat. He, he, had some, he had some White Castle this morning. He texted yeah. me. He said he had White Castle for breakfast. Are you serious? Yeah, he said he's stuck in his hotel and he's farting like a machine gun. <laughs> that can't be good. <laughs> of course he is. But we got through on Thursday night. We planned to go to the Cubs game mm-hmm. at Wrigley on Friday. Okay. So we didn't know what we were going to do for food or anything. So we decided to go eat pizza. All right, good we, choice in we Chicago. Heard, we heard about a good place in downtown Downers Grove, mm-hmm. so we drove, and that was, what, maybe five, ten miles? It was maybe five miles. Right. And it was nice. <laughs> it was really nice. Yeah. Couchbright Campbell mentioned how once we, we got, we parked, and we actually walked around this town, and it was just something, like he said, it felt like a little town you see in a movie. Yeah. Where all the little shops are, they're up to date. Right. And yet, you know, it's just laid out really nice. You're walking around. I People mean, are walking around with their kids, with dogs. Mm. And you know, you see nice the stuff in the window. I mean, it's very right. different than Oklahoma where sure. it's so spread out. So yeah. it was a nice little town. I don't know if there's a if there's a college or anything in Downers Grove. But we were like in downtown next to the train station stuff. It was really nice to walk around and everything. And uh, we had it. Is it? Giordano's. Giordano's Pizza. Whatever I don't know how to pronounce it. And I'm not. We're Okies. Giordano's uh, is good enough. I've had this pizza back when we went to the Comic Con years ago with my wife, and um, this is still great pizza. Oh yeah, it was probably the best pizza I've ever had, and I love pizza. Oh, I totally agree. It was a, a thick pizza pie, just like you expect. It had all the toppings inside of it, and then it had the layer of sauce on top of it, mm-hmm. and then which is Chicago style. Which but. I guess is Chicago style. I don't right. know. But oh, it, was, 
It was awesome. Usually thick. Oh, it was really thick. You ate it with a fork for sure. And when they said pizza pie, it was a big, what, two inches God, thick. at least. And it was one of those pizzas, you know, when I first got it, I was like, okay, this is pretty good. This is, I'm liking this. Second bite. Okay, okay, this is getting better. And then by the time I was done, I'm like, this is the best thing I've ever eaten. I want more. <laughs> and honestly, we ate maybe two-thirds of it and left the rest. And we were both satisfied. It wasn't nice. too much. No, that was good. So we thought about taking it with us, but with going to the Cubs game, we just kind of left it. Downers Grove, big thumbs up, though. Oh yeah, great it was place. A nice little suburb. It was really awesome. We did get kind of annoyed because we're walking around and then we see a toy store, and it says "toy store" in a word balloon, like action figures, and it's got the Comic Sans font. Right. We're like, it was crappy. This might be cool toys. No, it's like an educational toy store. <laughs> Crossed with a Dollar General That's toy store. <laughs> well, it was like stupid things like, you know, build your own ant farm or, or, or just... Buy dinosaur poop. Yeah, or like we have some, yeah, dinosaur bones inside this rock and you need to chisel it out. It just... It wasn't bad. It just wasn't anything that we wanted. Yeah, or, or what was I going to buy for my child? Yeah. Guess who is from Downers Grove? Who's that? You? No. The Honky Tonk Man. You're on the right track. Is <laughs> it's the Macho Man Randy Savage oh. is actually from Downers Grove. Is he really it's for real? Nice. Yes. You must have uh, just looked that up. I I did. I'm just or or you're really smart. I'm just <laughs> that fucking good. Wow. <laughs> Denise Richards also, by the way. Hey, there was so, so we they, need to they, move they up grow them good up there. It's not so bad. There was pretty hot chicks up there. Too. Let's go ahead and get to the next day and then we can talk about that. Yeah. All right. So this, we go back to the hotel. It's going to be the longest podcast. We jack ever. each other off. You know, like, you, what? Wait, I wasn't supposed to say that? No. Oh. We don't mention. <laughs> oh, okay. We never jacked each other off. Yes. With our mouths. Right. Yes. Okay. Dude, I can't be gay. I'm married. <laughs> That's true. You, sir, are homosexual. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I guess I'll take it. Sorry about that. You sure did. Oh, yeah. Wow. All right. So Friday. (laughs) Wait, hold on a second. The (laughs) first night, I take earplugs. Because if you've ever stayed with me, you know I snore. This guy snores. Oh, I told him I snore. What? This guy snores just as bad as me. (laughs) The first night after sleeping in the same room, we get up and he goes, he goes, I said, good morning or whatever. And he goes, you ever thought about going to a doctor for your problem? <laughs> and I was like, motherfucker, uh, no. I said, have you ever thought about going to the doctor? <laughs> and it was ginger war. I knew wow. I'd get that response, to too. Nice. But it was fun. And this guy, every hotel we stayed in, made sure he took the bed furthest from the door. So if we had a killer that walked through the door, they were going to stab <laughs> they get my you ass. first. They are going to stab me first to give him time to duck and cover or, or jump out That the sounds very strategic, actually. I noticed it after like the second time. I was like, wait a second. And he's like, I don't know. Wow. Hey, you give me my preference, I'll take my preference. <laughs> Anyways, Friday. But at least I didn't go into major metropolitan areas with huge wad of cash. I only had cash. If somebody would have robbed me, they would have got a lot of money. Yeah. Dude, who carries cash? I decide to pay everything on my card because I get points back or, you know, money back. <laughs> right. And so the first Dude, night. Is he, it 1932? He, what he, the? He reaches what the into fuck his are you pants carrying around? and pulls out this giant wad of cash and says, like, how much do I owe you? Let me Dude. tell you something. What the fuck? Let me tell you something. I'm a married guy with two children. 
and my wife's going back to school, so we really have one only one solid income. And so I've been holding away money and selling HeroClick sets, <laughs> and it, I've been getting that cash and keeping it, holding it away. Wow. I'm proud of myself for <laughs> raising over $600 on this trip wow. in cash. I would have been more proud of you if you'd put it on a credit card. <laughs> well, that would have been something. the smart move. I realized that after we <laughs> left, because like, I was Jesus. paranoid everywhere we went. With good reason. Dude. So, yeah, the next day we wake sure up about the pimp roll. pretty early, <laughs> and we catch the train, actual Amtrak train from Downers Grove mm-hmm. to the heart of Chicago. All right. Union Station. Right. It was different. It was nice. Different in what way? Um, it's just not what I expected. I guess I... I what, the train I, or Chicago? Just the, whole or? Pro- no, the whole process. I, it just He was a little bit more worried about it than he should have been. Because it is a odd situation, being surrounded by people you don't know. And we come an from Oklahoma, town. where you drive anywhere, right? Instead of oh, yeah. walking a half mile up to McDonald's, sure. you're going to take the car. Oh yeah, that's just how it is, mm-hmm. right? Um, that's a place where you you walk. I mean, it's just a big city, right? It's just like you see in the shows and everything else. Sure, um, it was just kind of an eye opener to me because like. You know, around here, I don't know why when they release the new iPhone, why everybody runs to them and, mm-hmm. and needs one to watch or a movie or, or whatever. Kindles. You know, why do you need to watch a movie? How, how do you have time to sit on your phone? Now I'm opened up and I see how people have an hour. How you're to burning time. Yeah, yeah. It took and, us an hour to go from Downers Grove to Chicago. Yeah. And a lot it, of little stops, a lot of, you know, it's just a long ways, but we saw well worth it. studying. We saw people doing, you know, playing their video. And yeah. It kind of just opened my, it's just a part of the thing, part of the world I've never seen up close or even thought about because I'm here. Mm-hmm. But really, what's the main thing we saw on that ride? Oh, gosh. There was a beautiful girl. That there lived, was two of them. Well, there was two of them. There was a kind of a wounded peach for Steve because he likes them. We were, is a double-decker. <laughs> what is a, um, a wounded peach? What is a wounded peach? That's kind of a girl that's been battered, so Steve can kind of like nurse her to health and to use do his bidding. To use Scott's <laughs> analogy of like, yes. you know, you only have so much money to go to the store and buy yourself a woman based on your looks. Okay. That's how much money you have. Right. I go to the damaged section, and then you get better looking <laughs> wow. stuff, but there's just something wrong with them. Wow. You know that pair wow. of jeans that has something wrong with it, but you can't tell? Yeah. Right. It's cheaper? Right. That's what Steve wanted. Hey, that girl was actually really attractive. Oh, yeah, The they one were. Steve picked. But, but right. we were... Uh, we were in the perfect spot. We sat up top on the yeah. train. Yeah. And then they sat down below us so we could, like, look down their tops the whole time and perm. <laughs> it was awesome. And yep. this girl looked just like the girl that's over at my gym that's really hot. <laughs> and so I was like, what are you doing here? And it was just a clone. Not that we talked to them. We just looked at them. Right. Well, no, we, we did what normal couch pirates do. We just kind of lurked and mm-hmm. gawked and <laughs> fantasized. Like, man, I do so much to that. Man. Oh, she's looking this way. Watch out. Not, of course, I was talking to her. If I was single, I would have went down there. And, <laughs> sure. Know, luckily, I'm married. You know, otherwise. <laughs> no, anyways, we, we had an awesome train ride all the way there. Yeah, we got to Union Station. And How much did it cost? Three fifty, something like that. No, the train ride. Yep. Wasn't it? The whole tri- round trip cost about twenty dollars for both of us, though. Uh, I think it was like three fifty. It might have been. Each I, I can't remember for anymore. the ride there and then back on that line, mm-hmm. and then when we caught the red line, it was like a dollar twenty-five each. Hmm. Yeah, it might have been. It something. wasn't too bad. 
but bad. it's it's definitely a cost if you were there. Right. If you right. had to do that every day, go to work. Mm-hmm. But it was weird. We got to Central Station or whatever. You know, we of course walked, you're probably Union paying Station. that in gas. Union Station. We walked out of there. So we're in the heart of downtown Chicago. Mm-hmm. Right there on the river. And so we walked over to the subway, which I know people... Some people are going to listen and go, that's not a big deal. But I've never <laughs> really officially been on the subway ever. Me neither. Right. I've and been to Chicago one other time. And when we got there, we couldn't figure it out. So we just like, um, we're yeah, not so going we to do this. And just yeah, walk we had away. to buy a card and we went into the ground, man. Just like <laughs> you see. I, I thought we were, nobody's going to remember this. You remember the video game we, Renegade? We don't live on farms <laughs> here. I, I have to state no. that. We live in sprawling metropolitan areas. <laughs> but we do not have public transportation No, our public tra- transportation is shit. No, no we don't have it at all. Yeah, we've bus. got nothing. I mean, a everyone bus. owns a car. Some people own two cars. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, and a motorcycle. Oh, I currently only have one car, and my family's freaking out because I don't have another exactly. one. Exactly. Every adult has a vehicle. But there's no way I can take a train or anything else to work either. Mm-hmm. So well, there's right. There's no option. I wish we had a public transportation system. Yeah, like but it's apparently just, they're it's working not on feasible that. because of how spread out we are. Yeah, we've right. got a huge landmass here. I, I understand all that. So, but this is all different to us. And, and it was probably, what, 60 degrees out, mm-hmm. topside? Mm-hmm. And then we get down below into the depths of Hades, and it was hot. <laughs> oh, God. Yes. So hot. And there was a musician playing some song. Yeah, dude, I'm just telling you, look at the old video game, Renegade, <laughs> and I thought we were going to have to throw down with some guys and fight them with some jumping kicks and everything. I was gonna be you Hagar. thought maybe like 20 or 30 people would get in a line and come after you one right. after the other. And we were hoping. knock them on the rails. Right. Or just keep <laughs> kicking them with my jump kick. Right. Because <laughs> that's effective. But, yeah, we got on the train, the doors open, and they were just going to sh- smash and shut you. They didn't give a shit. Mm. <laughs> and I'm constantly like, I'm really fat. I'm going to get my hand caught in this thing, and it's going to get chopped <laughs> off. Yeah. But, no, it was pretty cool. It was a pretty nice ride. I mean, it was. we got to go elevated, so onto the actual L right. part of the L train. Right, right. We got oh, to. Oh, that's why it's called the L. Yeah, it's mm. elevated. Mm. Interesting. And so we get I'll to... I was to figure that out the whole Seriously? time. Yes. Wow. I'm dead serious. Uh, Shut up. I did better than you at the Blood Bowl tournament. Yes, you did. It's way, a dice game, folks. Way to ruin it. It's a dice game, folks. <laughs> so we get to the Addison stop, and we get off, and right. I've watched the Cubs for 28 years now. Mm-hmm. Something like that. 85. I can't do math. 26. 28 losing years. Yeah, it is. <laughs> well, this guy's been to Chicago and didn't go to a Cubs game. I was with people who would not appreciate it. Wow. We only had one day, so I couldn't do it. But, but you got to go to Chicago. Oh, it was Cubs. awesome. I mean, if you're going to go. Yeah, and we well, basically get off. We go down the thing, see some weird garage that has a bunch of T-shirts. And like, uh, okay, turn around. There's the field. It's like, awesome. Yeah, it was really surreal because all this stuff is stacked on top of each other. I right. mean, it's... It's so different from what we used to. Sure. In my mind, this is going to show the nerd in me. It's remind me almost like of a Daredevil comic where they draw all these like little, you know, like a water tower, like one of those right. little water tower mm-hmm. things hanging on a, off of a building. And right. Then, yeah, we saw those. You know, they're all kind of hodgepodge together, and you can see where they added on to here, and then they added on here, and they added on here. And it, it is, really looks like that. I mean, we saw people with their laundry hanging out. We saw. Rooftop gardens. We saw yeah, all was, kinds of stuff. It's just something you don't see here, you know. Right. You don't see uh, 
five-story apartment buildings or whatever. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> that you have to walk up all the stairs. That wouldn't last here in fatty Oklahoma. Exactly. <laughs> so we got to Wrigley and walked completely around it because I wanted to see every part of it since oh, I'd never been. Wow. This guy. This guy? <laughs> what? No, I'm what? just kidding. I'm a hard time. I know you've okay. never been to Wrigley's. So yeah, we had to walk all the way around Wrigley so he could yeah. go down all the Waveland Avenue and all that junk. Yeah, Sheffield, Waveland. It's awesome. <laughs> got to see all the rooftops. Got to see the signs and everything. Right. And then we went in. And, and we had some awesome food. We, of course, back to the food. We decided to eat first because we had some time to kill. Now, right. Here at the ballpark, we were actually supposed to meet up with the guys from Zerpcast, uh, Johnny P and uh, Extreme, uh, Brian. They were they actually contacted us earlier in the day and you know kind of helped us with the the trains. They were super helpful with because Scott was worried about how to get there and right. they're like you know if, if you're that worried you can just follow us. We didn't do that because it, we can do it, but it was actually closer just to take our train than go meet them and take yeah. theirs. So it was much. And, we went to easier. See, so. and so it was nice of them to offer, but you know. So yeah, we're supposed to meet them at the ball game. So uh, Steve instantly has to have just a crappy hot dog. Oh yeah, I did. Walked in like hot dog. And <laughs> it was a piece of shit. Yeah, it was, really. I had. It was not good. A grilled hot dog. I Called mean, buffalo was, dogs. I think. What did I have first? Was it? Oh, I had two buffalo dogs. I'm sorry. I had a bu- a bison dog. Okay. And they had grilled onions and stuff there. And there was another ginger boy serving mm-hmm. him. And so we made a connection. I was like, can I get that with, like, really grilled onions and stuff? And he's like, oh, yeah. And he hooked me up. Wow. That thing was heavenly. Mm. And I'm not, I'm not one for grilled peppers and onions, but Dude. Scott was creaming himself over it, so I had one, <laughs> and it was awesome. Wow. So that was my first bison dog. Right. And that ginger had relatives here in Oklahoma. Oh, really? So shout out to random Ginger random relative, ginger bison dog server guy. This one's for you, random bison <laughs> dog server Real guy. American heroes. Um, then uh, we didn't eat much. Else. I mean, I had a, eh. I had a pretzel. It was expensive as fuck. I mean, yeah. come on, seriously. It's gotta be. It's super expensive. I ended up getting a drink just because it had the souvenir cup. But then I had another bison dog after my pretzel, and I saved the nacho cheese, and I poured it over top of the grilled onions and the dog. Mm. It was a good, heart attack. Good gravy, dude. I think I took a picture of it. one of the best dogs I've ever had in my life. For real. It was so good I talked him into getting one. Yeah, I think I took a picture of it and sent it to his wife. It was like, we got here's, to, here's we got a heart to pee attack. in the trough. <laughs> did you add it to? Oh, yeah, we did go pee in the trough. Because oh, Wrigley's right. famous for having troughs, not... They, they don't have right. stalls, so you can see every little wiener that's out there because wow. you're peeing in a trough. I didn't look. I just peed in the trough and left. I thought you're supposed to look. No. Wow. I thought you're supposed to compare yourself and like see where you stack up. That's why I was so happy. Oh, well, then I got to buy some old men to make sure I'd be happy. <laughs> you have to judge first and then go to the corresponding area of the trough. Hey, I swear. The I big got, ones on one end, the small ones on the other. I swear I got my swinger guys because these guys were talking about like, have you done her and all this stuff and they were like old as my dad and they were talking about banging all these different chicks and like oh you should just ask her and blah 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 it was hilarious maybe they weren't swingers maybe I peed sluts. that's what I do in <laughs> bathrooms I don't talk I, to I random guys to about chicks no I didn't talk to them I just listened and looked at their dicks well yeah <laughs> and I am bigger yeah. well I'm thicker well 
<laughs> and moving on. So we met uh, Johnny P in Extreme. Well, there. first, we got to our seats. Oh, yeah. And we had awesome seats. We we had really nice seats, and Scott thought they were on the third baseline, but, or third base side. Ended up being right behind home plate. But, uh, the, yeah, they were behind home plate. About halfway up, we were still in the mm-hmm. shade the, in the shade of the ballpark. But uh, Johnny P and Extreme, they texted us. They said, hey, we're here. They actually had better seats than us. And we went over there and met those guys, and we got pictures with the Zerpcast guys. Mm-hmm. And we met, um, I'm not going to know these guys' real name. Uh, Pipeline, I think his name is Paul. Real name was Paul. Yeah. Couldn't tell you his last name. He actually lives in Chicago. He helped us out later. Mm-hmm. Uh, we met, a, a, I think his name, real name's Jim, a gold member. He's a yeah, Blood Bowl so. guy. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to be using all these usernames. <laughs> and then we met Extreme, which is Brian and his wife, uh, Jenny. And then we met uh, Johnny and his wife, Heather, at the ballpark. And they were lucky enough, their row had no other buddy, nobody else was sitting there. So they asked us just to join them. And even though we weren't behind home plate, the seats were better. Yeah, it was had, off the first baseline. They had the perfect mm-hmm. angle. So we got to see everything. We got to see everything. Yeah. So, and, of course, I'm being antisocial because I'm wanting to – you know, capture every single moment. I'm like, this is this is the Cubs. I want to watch everything. And I'm a nerd that loves Blood Bowl, so that's all me and Johnny talked about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I tried to interject every once in a while. I'm like, eh, yeah, I'm really watching the game. I'm sorry. <laughs> I thought Steve was just being a jerk. Or, or Couch Pirate Campbell. I'm sorry. Well, whatever. All the same. Yeah, well. And I am. So, uh, yeah, we had a great time at the Cubs game until uh, I'm texting people. I'm telling well, them about if Go anybody ahead. cares about the actual game. Oh, well. Um, you know what happens. No, they don't. Oh, well, the, the Cubs lost. Okay. No, the Cubs were winning. <laughs> All right. And I got into a text battle between me and my brother because he's at his cabin that he was making in Beavis Bend. Mm-hmm. Beautiful four-bedroom cabin, all this. And I'm like, I'm at Wrigley Field. He goes, I'm at my cabin. I go, but the Cubs are winning, so I win. <laughs> and then the Cubs started losing. Uh-huh. Um, they actually got tied, went into extra innings. Tied in the ninth. Yeah, tied Those in the bottom, top of the ninth. <laughs> went into extra innings. I'm like, fuck. Are they just going to lose the one time I go? This is not fair. Right. So it gets to what, the 12th? 12th inning, Cubs pull it out. In the weirdest fashion ever, too. Like, there was somebody on third, um, guy at the plate. I should know who, but I don't. Uh, he swings, hits the ball. It's, we thought it all... We everybody thought it went out of bounds, like foul, but then the guy from third scored and everybody celebrated. Come uh, to find out, the third baseman had touched the ball and right. pushed it back into fair territory. <laughs> and if he wouldn't have touched it, it would have gone foul. Oh wow! And so they all of us, us were confused and like, "What the? What just happened?" It's pretty cool though watching the the locals really celebrate and stuff. Mm-hmm. Sure, got to sing the song. Yeah. Um, I was bragging on my cell phone, too. Charlie Sheen. Charlie Martin Sheen. Sheen. Martin Sheen sang... The seventh inning stretch. And right. throughout the Did first like pitch. Did, like, carry, carry thing. Was, right. So, yeah. Martin Sheen sucks. Yeah. He's got a crazy kid. You know what happens. That's because that dude's crazy. Yeah. Hi, I'm Char- I'm Martin and Charlie Sheen. I'm going to talk to you with my eyes as wide open as possible. I look surprised, but I'm not. <laughs> this is my serious face. Do you guys have a problem with this? Speaking of surprised, what happened to your texting? So I'm bragging to people that I'm in Wrigley Field and teasing all the people that are at work. And I pull out my, I have a archaic slider phone. I don't have had. a G4. And I had my ball ticket, my baseball ticket, 
go through my <laughs> it cut the cable between my slider phone it was jammed into the slider phone and that cuts that ribbon the ribbon's really thin there that connects the I guess monitor side versus the keyboard side of the slider phone and it cut that so I pulled it out to see <laughs> if I got any texts so I could brag some more and the damn thing's not working wait a minute a ticket broke yep. your phone. This is the second time. One time, a year ago, I had a business card in my pocket, and it got wedged in there. Dude. You'd think he'd learn. No. I, did, I thought I had everything out of that pocket. <laughs> Dude. I learned for about a year until the Cubs game. The fucking Cubs game. So, my phone. What kind of Lithuanian cellular phone do you have? <laughs> hey, man. It had a big keyboard. So Number my, four phone in all of Kazakhstan. <laughs> dude, I could text on it. It was a slider dude, phone thing. So anyways, I broke my phone and we're downtown Chicago. Well, at least we knew I had my phone. I had the internet. Now, so. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to brag about Steve's phone, and probably everybody else in the world has a phone like this. But he has, like, every app on there. So no matter where we were, it would say, like, this is exactly where you're at. I don't have many. I just have the ones that come with it. Navigate, Google, all that crap. <laughs> well, it works. It's like yeah. take five spaces, and you are you can find a donut right there. And right. it's a guy selling donuts. Right. So it was pretty awesome. Yeah, so on the way back, we just stopped one well, Stop Pipeline sooner. helped us, too. Paul, yep. the guy yep. from Chicago, he actually is from Chicago, so he was like... But I looked he, up on the web, found out, like, we can just stop at this one, and we checked with him, and yeah, he's like, Steve yeah, actually just go was ahead right. and yeah. stop. Steve yeah, said fine. we need to go to this exit, and he told us, he's like, yeah, take it. He goes, and come up and turn around, and he was exactly right. We did. We, we came, came up, turned around, there's the AT&T store. So we found an AT&T store. We got to it in time. I got a new phone, and it's huge. Everybody teases me that it's a big phone. It is huge. Look how big this awesome, sucker though. is. I said, give me the biggest phone you got with the biggest keyboard. And so <laughs> I have an old man phone now. So now my sh- trip to Chicago cost me, what, $150 more because I had to get a new phone. Nice. Yep. I kind of like the girl that helped us out, though. She's really nice. Yeah, she was kind of cute. Man. Yeah. She was probably paid to be nice to if me. If I was in Chicago, I would have tried. But, you know. No, you wouldn't have. I know. But oh, I no, you, <laughs> I would have too. Yeah, if I yeah, was yeah, married, yeah, yeah. I'd have been all over her. So I was going. She'd with. been mine that night. So then we walked around Chicago some more. Yeah. Before finally giving up, that we probably better go because everything in Scott, Chicago seems to. Scott's not big on taking in stuff. He just wants to finish things. Like I was looking at all the buildings, <laughs> looking at you know, there's a street festival. The the freaking post office is huge. We're seeing Seven Elevens. Just actual stores. Steve wants to admire the vagina. I do. I want to bang it. <laughs> I like to appreciate the beauty. <laughs> but it was really nice. I liked being downtown and looking at everything. I understand. I had a fear that we'd get stuck in Chicago. Yeah, I knew. Because we didn't know exactly how to get home. We knew, but, you know. That's until kind of you, a problem. Until you do it, you don't think about it. Right. So we buy our tickets. We get and I had a lot of cash, mind you. That is me. true. I forgot <laughs> about that. I get robbed. I've got $600 in cash. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> Everywhere we go, he'd pay for what it since he didn't have any cash. And then I'd go like, how much do I owe you? And I'd give him in cash. He's like, what Dude. the fuck do you have all this cash for? I mean, no so one carries cash My like wad of cash. So by the end of the trip, he had a big wad of cash. <laughs> <laughs> but so we get the tickets. We... 
actually sit down for a while because by this time our legs are killing us. We walked everywhere. Dude, we were fat guys that walked a lot that day. It wasn't too bad. <laughs> we sat down. We're like, hey, we should probably get onto the train. Do you think it's here? Oh, wait, this is the first stop. Yeah, it's here. So we go sit down and start our hour-long trip back to Downers mm. Grove. It wasn't too bad. No hot girls, but we no. were tired. God, we were tired. Then we got back and just went to some Italian place for supper. Nothing major. Yeah, it wasn't so great. It was okay. In Chicago, I guess, Italian beefs are the big deal because you go into restaurants and like, oh, our Italian beef. Mm-hmm. And we've heard about these from Johnny and them. Um, I just wasn't impressed. So maybe I got the wrong Italian beef on our mm, trip. It's like a beef sandwich. I mean, it's, it is what it is. The one I had there was good. Wasn't anything to write at home about. Yeah, maybe so. I guess. Anyways, let's get to the let's get to the meat of the trip. This is probably all our sightseeing up to now. Are you gonna adjust my mic? I am. It does actually sound much better now. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sorry. So now we get into Blood Bowl. <laughs> I'm a professional. So Saturday was nothing but Blood Bowl. Oh, what time do we get up? Like, we got up about seven o'clock to get over there. And we were right across the street from a Games Workshop mm-hmm. area. This oh, was actually really? yeah. held in Downers Grove. Okay. Um, the Games Workshop store, I don't, I, I can't give this enough justice. It's just a st- store with just Games Workshop stuff, but the actual product they have in there, maybe a 12 by 12 room would hold it all or less. Yeah, not a whole lot. It was, they had very little actual product on aisles and stuff. I mm-hmm. mean, the comic shop, Wizards Asylum, who does a lot of our shows, we host a lot of our shows, they almost have as much Games Workshop stuff as a, this Games Workshop store. But what they did have... Floor space-wise, if you ever been to an indoor soccer arena or something like that, they had tons of tables set up with all their terrain for their like Warhammer 40K oh. and their Warhammer Fantasy stuff. And they had tons of room, and people would populate this place, and they'd bring up their armies, and they'd just sit around and paint all day. Yeah, we were there two days, and saw people painting, saw people just They're, talking. In their main shop, they whatever. always had like a bar with these elevated tables, and people would just sit up there, and they'd just throw out all their paints, and they'd just sit there and paint all day. I mean, it was really <laughs> amazing, and I think the big deal was, and Steve, or Couchfire Campbell, sorry, don't we don't want to confuse this Steve with the other Steve. Oh. Fart gun, Steve. We just don't yeah, want that to happen. I'm fart not that gun. one, Steve. Yeah. I'm, People I'm, I'm don't good. know that he has the fart gun. I don't even want to know. Yeah, you don't want to know that. I don't. Anyways, it was it was a different store and about forty cats. Yeah, he does have about forty cats and Alfred. I mean, as of today, <laughs> I'm gonna buy him a cat. <laughs> we should all buy him a cat for Christmas. We should. That's our routine. We it's all a, buy him a cat. Mary Christmas. It's a cat. It. His wife would keep it. <laughs> we should just get like the most. Diseased and death, one step away from death. Cats. Then we just get a bunch of pictures of them, though. <laughs> I know. It's a good point. <laughs> he shows me more pictures of his cats than I show people of my kids. Maybe that means I'm a do they, father. Do true. They, do they count as All pussy true. pics? Huh? Do they count as pussy pics? Yes. Mm, yes. He's they should. Taking a lot of pussy pics. Yes, he does. He does. So, anyways, back to the store. Anyways, the store was just unbelievable. The actual just floor space they had and i think their gimmick was is or, or how they train customers is you order this product and we'll get it into you know yeah definitely we'll get it in real quick because they gave us a big spill before we played 
you know, like this game's coming out, you ought to order it now, and you know, it's a two hundred dollar game or a hundred. And that makes sense. I mean, that's kind of what Wizard Asylum <coughs> does. It may not hold everything, but if you need it, they'll have it. The craft, though, on this terrain and stuff, and they had like Lord of the Rings game set up, and it was amazing, dude. It really was amazing. And you know, the guys were really nice there. Yeah. So we but, heard a bu- bunch of bad stories about Games Workshop employees and stuff in the past, there. but. The chaos crew had to talk with them. Anyways, yeah. We got up there. Registration started at 8 o'clock. Uh, our game started at 9 o'clock. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and like I said, they had a total of 56 coaches. A lot of coaches at the thing. I was shocked to see that many people love Blood Bowl as much as I do. Everybody was nice. It wasn't any douches, really, that I encountered. No. Um, everybody was kind of like a, almost kind of felt like couch pirate. I mean, everybody was friendly to each other or gave each other shit. It was awesome. We did see one guy who looked like a combination of the two of us, <laughs> which is at odd because we kind of look like a, look alike anyways. But he really did. It was weird. We kind of wanted to eliminate him just on that principle. Yeah, <laughs> and he didn't do nothing bad. We were just being dicks to him. It was almost like Highlander kicked in. <laughs> it's like we wanted to destroy. He's a this. doppelganger, and you had to yeah eliminate him. Just didn't feel right. So, uh, yeah, we started playing Blood Bowl, and I was—I don't know about Couch Pirate Campbell, but I was super nervous because I've never done this before. I didn't give a shit. <laughs> I, just, I just went in and was like, I, "If so I the lose, I the lose." The story is, I guess I worry the whole trip, <laughs> and he's really laid back, or that's what he's going <laughs> to act like. It's true. Even though he took the bed on the other side of the room every time. <laughs> So he was worried about getting killed by somebody. You can interpret it that way. <laughs> I also took the bed closest to the air conditioning and closest to the bathroom. Yes, you did. Hmm. You had to pee a lot. <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> um, the way the Chaos Cup is broken down, <laughs> there's six rounds, which is a lot of Blood Bowl if you play Blood Bowl. You only yes, have, it is. You only have two hours to play a Blood Bowl game. Um, so you've played blood bowl in the past kevin so you yes know i have that's a our, quick game usually our games went three and three and a half hours easily absolutely it seems that way but really the time starts from when you know the board set up the dice are out so it's not that long that might that we, might make a difference but we, we, we thought still, we'd have a problem with it we never really did yeah so um i guess we can just go over our games real quick if we want to um a lot of i, I will say this to the blood bowl community I worked really hard on painting my team myself, and I can show people around here, and they go, oh, you did a really good job, yeah. and man, that's awesome. We don't actually say and that. And my team does look pretty good. <laughs> it does, yeah. But these guys, a lot of these guys have a super craft to them on the modeling side of it. Some of these paint jobs were amazing. I mean, like, I thought my team would be in the upper half of being decent. It was probably in the, I would say, the top or the bottom 15 of not so good. <laughs> nah, I don't know about that. We we found what out we're the median. I mean, we, we just are. We're good, but we're not great, but we're not bad. So why don't you go over your f- first two matches real quick? Well, I took North. Because somebody took a better, had a strong start. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, I, I, I took, was proud of you for yeah, real. Yeah, I took North's team because my Clam, Campbell Claymores, which I've used in the actual league. And... I was worried about my first opponent was orcs, which are a very bad matchup for me. Bashy against, I built mine to be bashy, but I have seven armors, so I'm going to get the crap beat out of me. Ended up winning one nothing. 
So I was happy about that. And then the second match, I was like, okay, well, second match, I've got one win in. Let's see what I can get. And another damn orc team. I was like, fuck, I'm going to (laughs) die. Nope, I beat them. I'm like, crap, 2-0, going into lunch, beating both orc teams. So I was pretty high on myself. It's as good as it got. Yeah, just um, (laughs) if you play casual Blood Bowl, at least we do at our own home. And I know that. You know, if you're still listening to this podcast, that means you like Blood Bowl, so <laughs> or us, or us, which is um, it was a different style because it's more competitive. You know, there's more stalling on the goal line. Yeah, uh, that's what screwed you me. Take up. your time to kind of beat the hell out of some teams, Kevin. You know, since you played the season in our league, that a lot of times if you had a free pass just to walk into the end zone, you took the touchdown almost like a in your imagination the player was in motion and he didn't just stop. And this is one. that's how we play. We play if you can score, you do. Unless something that's else comes up. That's how we out. play at home. But we knew going in that the <clears> tournament was We knew it was different. People play by the, you know, regular rules and we play And up there that's so normal. That's you fine. Know, even in the rule set they say, you know, a guy beating the crap out of you for eight turns in a row before walking in the touchdowns not poor sportsmanship. It's if they're bragging. Yeah, it's just part of the game. You shit about it. And so anyways, um that was the hardest thing for me to get Used to. Yeah, because a lot of times I didn't know when to go into the end zone or if to stall one more play to try to guarantee a win. But, yeah, I'll just, um, I'll just say for right now, my next two opponents. Go ahead. You both of them, day. tough teams. I played an undead team, and I play, played uh, the guy from Norway, Duke Jan. Um, Netherlands. Netherlands. My apologies. <laughs> <laughs> Not that anyone in the U.S. cares, but he does. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I actually made it up to like one of the top tables. Did, were but you on table three? I think I was on table three wow, uh, that's on my good. third match. And also how they do these tournaments is the games go on. The higher the table means the higher rating you currently are because there's a point system. You get yeah. 60 points for a victory, and then you can get uh, achieve other small points, like if you have more casualties or touchdowns than somebody else. So being on table three is really awesome. Yeah, and my my memory for games is crap, but... I know both of those two games I probably could have won if I just sat for one turn more Mm -hmm. instead of going for the touchdown. But I got kind of lucky when I got the touchdown, so I didn't want to push my luck. And the guy was just sitting out there alone, and I knew one blitz, I'm going to lose my ball. And just I took the touchdown, came back to bite me a couple times. So not a huge deal. Probably would have tied anyways, but I still. You still did awesome the first day. You yeah. still had an awesome first Yeah, I, I I tied the next two games. So I went two wins, no losses, and two ties the first day, which was good. Right. Um, I was actually jealous because I thought I was going to do really bad. Yeah, I was really worried <laughs> going into the the fourth one, the Chaos Dwarf game. Mm-hmm. Uh, man, just Chaos Dwarfs, tough. Well, that's actually what I took. So yeah. I took Chaos Dwarfs. I, I chose them because I actually hand-painted the team. I, you know, I took them from our league as well <laughs> used the fluff side of it to say that they're off on a tournament what's their name uh they're the blackwater bulls come from the mountains of blackwater and they're like a mining community that use their <laughs> hobgoblins to do the bidding anyways um <laughs> probably too much information dork dork <laughs> anyway so i took a chaos dwarf team uh ironically enough <laughs> they did a they Actually broke down all the teams, and Norris' team, what Steve took, was one of the most popular teams there. You which know, I figured it would. It's kind of an easier team to use because they have built-in block, which is a good skill. And, I, and same thing yeah. with Chaos Dwarves. They, they were like two of the highest, most represented races there. But we 
like I said, it's our first tournament. We wanted to take something that, you know, we do decent with and didn't completely get dominated by. So, anyways, I took Chaos Dwarf Team uh, first matchup right off the bat. You know, I'm nervous because I've never played in a tournament. This guy I'm playing against, um, his team was, I don't think, marked correctly. He had different miniatures for different uh, characters. And, you know, in Blood Bowl, number one is represented. You know, you look at the miniature, you look at the roster. Uh, this gentleman had, like, five on – he had a number five on one of his guys, and he's like, well, don't don't worry about that. That's really this guy. And it's like – it really which, threw me off. Which it's, you're not supposed to do at a major tournament, but, you know, everyone runs into problems, so... Right, and, like, different... You not know, saying like, anything bad about them, it's just not No, no, optimal. no, like, there were some skeletons that really were representing skeletons, and then skeletons that had body parts were supposed to be a different type of undead race. And that was very confusing. It's probably nerves on my part, but I was thinking, oh, great. Is people going to be deceptive this whole tournament? You know, mm. I thought all these guys seemed nice, and now I feel like I'm getting, you know, people are being deceptive. While my miniatures have the actual skills written on the bases, they're very clear. And it, it just happened to be that I just ran into somebody that didn't mark their team quite as well as I did. Um, I played really sloppy. I was nervous. I just tried to start doing dumb things. And really, I could have probably kept this game close if I wouldn't have gave up really early and tried some goofy things because you're rewarded by keeping games even close. But anyways, I got my butt kicked. 3 nothing. I mean, I still would have lost even if his guys were marked correctly. Um, then I got to play uh, Extreme from the Slurpcast crew. Um, he had a, probably the, one of the best painted teams there. He had a Chaos Pack team. Um, surprisingly, we know that he's, we hear about his adventures all the time of being a really good player. So I was just kind of honored to play the guy. And then when I scored, I thought, well, at least I'll tie this guy. <laughs> and I ended up actually winning 2 nothing. He actually had quite a bit of bad rolls. So good for me, you know. But that's Blood Bowl, you know. Uh, we broke for lunch, came yeah, wait, back. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What? What did you get out of that? Oh, when I played him, he yeah. actually had cool little, like, poker chips made up. And after you played him, he goes, here you go. And kind of like a token, it said I, I played extreme on one side and the other side had a picture of, like, this this uh, orc in battle armor and stuff, Blood Bowl type battle armor. It was kind of a cool giveaway for him to give away. It was very yeah. neat. So, uh, and then round three, I played a guy named Chad Lindsay. Uh, I only bring up his name because I had the most fun playing any of my uh, Blood Bowl games with this guy. We he also had a Cast Dwarf team. It was neck and neck. This is actually the only game I ran out of time on, um, but I won one to nothing and had a really fun time. The guy was really laid back. He was great. I think he's from the Kalamazoo crew. Oh, okay. The KBBL? K-U-B-B-L. Yeah. Kalamazoo Ultimate Blood Bowl League up in Michigan. Which we've tweeted back and forth with them. And the funny thing is we, what did we mention? They meant, we talked about being in the Gingermobile and they, <laughs> they talked about being in the, I don't, the Mobile, I don't remember what they called it, but they tweeted that and we were right behind them. In the drive-thru at Burger King oh, on the morning. <laughs> oh, yeah, we were talking through tweets, and they were right there. We should have tweeted them, but we didn't. Uh, fourth round, I played a necromantic team and lost one to nothing only. Um, one dice roll away. Only needed a three to tie it, but no excuses. I got beat. But this is another yeah. time where I could have walked into the end zone, but I, I thought if I stall one more play, I guarantee could tie the game. There's no way I could win the game. And I waited one play too long, and the guy surrounded me and made me roll some dice. And, of course, when you roll dice, you could lose. So 
lost that, and that was the end of day one. I mean, part of the fun is that since we don't go to tournaments and people don't know how we play, and we don't know the correct way to play, you know, <laughs> we we do some crazy shit that they don't expect. Yeah, it's like why would you do that? You have to make like five dodge rolls, and it's a one up blitz, and you, I have the advantage. Well, I knocked you down, so that you tell true. me. They were very <laughs> mechanical, almost in the sense of. 66% chance of the time this ah. is going to fail, mm-hmm. so there's no way I'm going to try it. Right. While we, like there was a few times in that, that Chaos Dwarf versus Chaos Dwarf matchup, I saw the battle on the field go in his way in like two turns. So I was like, I'm going to mm-hmm. try this, and if I do this, I could probably win the game. So I threw a long bomb with a goblin to a, a dwarf, and he was shocked, but I made it. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, kudos to me. It's one of those things. I mean, you roll a six, you make it. You roll a one, you fail. So, so no, matter, no matter what the odds are, there's a one in six chance it'll work. And then uh, later that night, we went over to the brew house. Much later. Okay, so we had some confusion. <laughs> Everybody after the tournament was going to get together and go to the brew house, which is across the street, nice little sports bar. And Scott's like, come on, I want to take a shower before we go. I'm like, what? but we're going straight from here, aren't we? He goes, no, 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 no. We got we got time. I want to get back and take a shower. I'm like, um, okay. So we go back to the hotel, and he takes a shower. What he actually saw was that they were starting the game um, tomorrow, or the next day, at 9 a.m. So we got there much later than everybody else. We were the last ones to show, and everybody else already sat down. So we got <laughs> subjected to the, on the back corners. Right. I mean, we still got seats, but yeah, we missed out on some of the uh, fellowship of the other Blood Bowl, and that was my fault. I, okay. They said they pointed to the sign of the brew house, and I thought that was also meant 9 o'clock. They meant 9 o'clock the next morning. And I thought it was odd because someone texted, I think it was Rupert, texted that uh, he's like, well, it was nice seeing you guys. Wait, <laughs> we're going to see him again. Why would he? Oh, shit. We better get over there. Yeah. Um, shout out to James Roofer. I mean, we yeah. we talk to him all the time through Twitter and stuff. I don't. I think he listens to some of the pa- Couch Pirate shows and stuff. Also. Shout out to anybody we talk to on Twitter. Exactly. I'm horrible at names. So. Oh, well. Uh, Why don't you give your uh, Twitter I handles? Am, I oh, am Kilowog2814. And Why I am, wait a minute. Why don't you spell that? K-I-L-O-W-O-G-2814. There you go. And of course, Scott Prime is at Fat Finley. F A T. Of course. F A T F I N L E Y. Right. So um so we went out and we met met some other guys. Um I remember some of the names were Jeff and I don't don't know his usual. Again, we're horrible at names. I got really horrible at names. One guy go online goes is B A H C. Anyways. I just played him. Yeah. Um in Fumble. We we sat down at the opposite end of the Zlurpcast crew, but we still had a good time with these guys. We I met had Tristan. chicken and waffles. We made, met Tristan, oh, Tristan yeah. from Canada. I don't know what his username is or anything I think like it's that, Tristan. but he tweets a lot and stuff. And we had a good time. I got a little drunk, just a little <sighs> yeah. bit. Not crazy, just got drunk. But Annoying um, enough that it was bothering me because he was bothering the waitress. Hey, do you like free T-shirts? Hey, <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey. <laughs> Oh, okay, the brew house was kind of like a version of Hooters, but with a bar, where the girls look pretty good in the dark, but they're not really so hot. Jean but, shorts or jean skirts. But they're kind of slutty, so yeah. yeah, so I was drunk, so what? Hey, you like free t-shirts? Hey. 
<laughs> I was just trying to prove that girls will do anything for a free T-shirt. Then didn't you go up there and blow in her ear or something? No, I was, when they, were they, were, they were taking a picture. They did a scavenger hunt at this Blood Bowl tournament. You had to send in photos of you doing well, different this, things. And one of them was like with a brew house attendant or, or being seen with a girl or something like that. So I, I tried to sneak in the picture, <laughs> even though I wasn't supposed to be in the picture. Yeah. I was cool, man. Yeah. Steve had chicken and waffles. You ever had I chicken did. and waffles? No. It, I, it, it sucked. But, <laughs> yeah, I did. The concept is good. The execution was our, poor. Our president was talking about that today. What's really? the deal? Is yeah, that gonna, a northern You're going to turn this into a, a race thing? Welcome to the rant. No, he was really talking <laughs> about, he was in, I, I, think, I think it's a he Chicago was, thing. Well, he was in Los Angeles or something. He was eating at the, at the place called Chicken and Waffles. So what is the deal? It's someone at some point decided to put the two together. Like, oh, I like chicken. Does with it like have honey. does it have like syrup on it? This these were giant waffles, okay, and then teeny tiny chicken strips. I think they you had got a powdered, messed up one. I can't yeah, it was not it was good. The best, but one. it has syrup on it. Yeah, you can put syrup. Dude, the the chicken strips with syrup. Yeah, I do recommend that. All right, well, that I was mean, awesome. I, maybe. It's got to be better than honey sauce, right? That's good. Honey right. mustard. Well, no, or, like some people dip their chicken strips in. Oh, honey. I'm sure that's good. So, but yeah, syrup. You could eat fine. honey with waffles. Syrup on anything yeah. is good, but chicken, really good. All right, well, maybe there's something it. to it. But you said that this wasn't so good. No, in this case. not at all. I, th- I didn't even cooked. finish it. Right. The brew house was okay. It wasn't. You don't go there for the food. Atmosphere. They had giant drink. beer things. Yeah, I don't know what. I don't drink, so I can't tell you what they are. <laughs> it was. It was a giant things on the table that you could pour the beer out of. I don't know what you call them either. I what do you mean? It looked like a bong. A, it looked like a giant clear bong <laughs> okay. thing. Goes up yes. like three and feet tall or something. And it had the little thing that you tap. could draft your own. The tap, okay, like so a tap, you, right? So you could tap your own beer. So they would put, they'd put beer in this thing. Yeah. It was at least three foot tall. It was oh, wow. clear. We, we, don't, right. we don't drink. People so. would get them to share. Yeah, we don't. Oh, okay. Oh, I drink he, he got pussy drinks. So it was like a, what, did you get a Zima or something? They didn't have Zima, and they laughed at me for asking. (laughs) Thank you. Everybody should. So I had some margaritas because that's pretty girly. Yes. So we had fun. We We were tired, man. People, oh, yeah, we stood the whole day. After walking all the way around Wrigley, we stood the whole day playing Blood Bowl. You stood playing Blood Bowl? Well, the tables were high enough. We had chairs, but it wasn't like the table like we're you know broadcasting on right now. It was, right, you couldn't it sit was down higher. and play. It was high. You, you really couldn't sit and play. So yeah, we stood all freak. It was one of those days where you knew if you stopped, you, would you were fucked. Yeah, because everything was going to lock up. Right. And I just started working out and hitting the treadmill right. for a couple months, and I was still beat. And I'm just fat. Well, I'm still fat, even though <laughs> I try to walk on the treadmill. But yeah, so some people left. Um, they decided to move up closer to everybody else, and then they decided to call it a night. So, so yeah, we so, went back to so the that's, hotel. That's Saturday. Mm-hmm. So now we're going into the final two rounds of the Chaos Cup the next morning. Yeah. And I played Norse teams. My Norse team against two other Norse teams. And I screwed the pooch. I completely just mentally blocked how to play. Because... All four other games, I completely dominated the sidelines because I'm Norse. Nobody wanted to get near them, so I could pinch inside and, you know, control people. I stupidly set up on the sidelines, and the guy's like, thanks, and just pushes my guy right out of bounds. Fuck. If you don't play Blood Bowl, that means 
once you go out in the in the crowd, yeah. the crowd kicks your ass. Don't play Blood Bowl. Why? Is, why are you listening to this? <laughs> well, there's no seriously. Fans. Text us or maybe, Twitter us. Maybe you're no, into why? maybe you're into food. To, uh, yeah, maybe. It's like a food there's been a lot of food. <laughs> you made it this far. There's, a lot of, there's more. There's more food talk on this than on the damn Food Channel. Scott's currently attacking a mosquito. Well, but yeah, I played my my first opponent that day, Ranthorn. Can't remember his real I name. Don't know. Blast to play. Just super nice guy. Pretty good. I got lucky. Got the ball. I I really lost one nothing. Yeah, that's according to what I huh. the research I did. Okay. Today. Well, if you can't remember, dude, I thought I tied. I mean, not tied. I thought I had scored because I guess that was the next game. Hopefully this is the guy I'm thinking. Yeah, this had to be the guy. But he was super nice. I think on the next, the second game, one of the two games, there was an issue with the clock. That was your last game. My last game. There was an issue with the clock. I thought for sure that I had moved it up, and I'd been pretty careful about that on every game. And he was off by one. So I'm not being a dick. Because, you know, at this point, there's no, I'm not playing for anything. I'm not playing for first. I'm not playing for, I'm just playing for fun. So I'm like, I'm pretty sure I'm right. He goes, well, I'm pretty sure I'm right. So we rolled off. I lost. He used that time to score. Mm. So he scored on the last play. Kind of screwed me over. Should have tied. And obviously, if I hadn't, um, on my fourth game. Been a horrible player. Yeah, if I hadn't been a horrible player, that would have helped. <laughs> <laughs> on my fourth game, I tied. If I had not gotten the bonus points that I did, then I would have played who that guy played, and he played uh, Halflings, I think. <laughs> yeah, for his fifth game, the guy I tied played Halflings. Well. So by me having a little bit more bonus points, I had to play Norse. Uh-huh. I'm like, fuck, come on. And I had to watch that game. I'm like, oh, it's right there. I could have been fighting halflings. <laughs> I could have beaten them. We're going to talk about the would you could just here in a second. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of those. But it is. It was a lot of fun. So I went two, two, and two. I went awesome, okay, and then bad. You still did good. We all yeah. Actually, we were just hoping we'd go and be decent. And a lot out of, of people 56 were like, you guys people did really good were, for Yeah, out of tournament. 52 people, I was 26th. Uh, 56. Out of 56 people, I was 28th. Yes. I was dead center. But on the other side, the better side yeah. of dead center. Go ahead. <laughs> All right. So, uh, real quickly for my f- fifth round matches, I was uh, uh, I played Jeff, actually, one of the guys we ate at the brew house with. Uh, he had an Amazon team that were all painted like nuns. The, the <laughs> miniatures looked like nuns. They were painted up. They were called nunchucks. And uh, I had a really fun game with him. Of, it was just a bad matchup for him and some bad dice rolls on you know, bad luck on his part. But I actually ended up winning three nothing. I mean, if you play Blood Bowl, you know dwarves versus Amazons. The matchup favors the dwarves. Oh yeah, uh, big time and stuff. But uh, so of course I had a fun. But he still had a fun game even when I was beating him and beating him down. I finally just scored because I was like, I can't sit here on the goal line and do this to you. And he's like, uh, yeah, you can. That's Blood Bowl. That's just how it happens. That's he not said, our Blood Bowl. He's like, for every game that this happens to you, you get to do it to somebody else. So <laughs> he took it really well. Um, then the last round I played, I played a guy with a dwarf team. And um, we played around and played around. And 
bad probably clock management on my side. I should have scored in the first half. I I was going to waste one more play, and he stopped me. You know, he did the improbable, rolled a whole bunch of stuff he shouldn't have, and he stopped me. Second half, the same thing happened. I got the ball back. I should have scored. I tried an extra. I call it my Bob Stoops moment where I was going to guarantee <laughs> victory by doing this coaching thing. And I told myself in my head, I'm going to roll the dice. If I don't get what I want, I'm just going to walk into the end zone. But my plan was is if I got what I wanted, I could have stalled out for one more play. So I rolled the dice, didn't get what I wanted. And I re-rolled the dice, and I got the worst result possible. So it ended my turn and gave the game uh. to him. So I outcoached myself. Instead of just doing what I originally said, I'll try this, and if it doesn't work, then you walk but in. not in my turn, I'll just walk into the end zone. Yep. So in uh, Blood Bowl, if you fail on something, your turn's over. So uh, I basically gave the game to him. I still had a chance to score. The very last play, I didn't make it. And after the game, he goes, thank you for the tie, because I, <laughs> I won two games, and I tied four games or something like that. Mm. And he's like, I don't know why you didn't score both those halves. There's no way I could, I could come back. Well, he had dwarves, which are slower movers, but in my mind, he had two turns. In his mind, it was so improbable that he probably wouldn't even try, you know. Mm. And that's yeah. how a lot of guys played. If they didn't think they could score, they just give up and go for the casualties. Yeah, they have a mentality of defeatism, almost. Mm. It's like I'm dwarfs. I have two turns. There's no way I can score. But anyways, well, it was a, it was a nice game. We had fun time. Uh, so I finished 19th out of 56. But the point system's so screwy. If I would have just walked in the end zone my last game, mm-hmm. it gave me 30, 30 more points. I would have finished seventh. Wow. Out of 56. Wow. But it didn't happen. So I mean, right? Yeah. You know, and he played good and he stopped me when he needed to. So. It was a, a great fun time. They oh, gave yeah, out the definitely. awards. Um, Frank Bradford, who's known as Solar Flare, he won the Chaos Cup for the third time in a row. This guy wow. looks like Couch Pirate James, kind of. Like right. an older version of him, maybe, with a right. no goatee. Even older than James? And he's, I don't know. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah. Uh, kind of a quirky sense of humor. Right. But he like he a must cool be a, a Blood Bowl god. He even let us pose with the. I posed with his trophy because he walked off from it. <laughs> I said, "I'm gonna tell everybody I won this," and he's like, "Okay, he killed it." He's like, "Yeah, sure, I'll tell him too." <laughs> Which really was he care? He's got three of these now, and he yeah, every won three years all this guy other wins this U.S. major. I mean, with different teams too, and he's won other big tournaments and everything. Yeah, so, so he obviously knows what he's doing. Tip of the hat to him. Yep. So um, that was really a. One thing to talk about, we're very fluffy when it comes to Blood Bowl. We like the fluff of it. We that like, means the backstory and yeah. everything else. We like the names and the stories and the logos and all that. Not so much at tournaments. Yeah. I think I played at least two people who had player one and player two and player three. Oh, really? Yeah, you remember they when didn't you name the, Blood Bowl. They didn't name their players. They yeah. didn't name their teams. You know, you really. came up with, uh, this is my sure. cool team name. A lot of people name their, and you know, we'll maybe get to this at a like their, future date. Their name is Jumping Jacks. That's their team name. Almost like, like a horse racing team. You know, yeah. This is my right. blah, 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 you know, jing, jingle bells all the way. Yeah. I mean, the winning team was a Wood Elf team, and their their name was Fargan Angry Birds, a playoff mm-hmm. of you know right. Angry Birds. But at least that makes sense, sort of. If Fargan's a city than the Angry Birds. I know, sure. but I'm just saying there's more teams like that, you know. Yeah. So it was very Nothing against those people. It's just different no, than what we do. No, it was just a different environment. And we hate you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I would like for my record to say that I played so, this undead team from 
this city and they're called the Creepers or whatever. Yeah. But that's just my Blood Bowl mind, and I want it to be like NFL football. But um, anything else interesting on our trip before we plug our? I'm trying to think. I mean, we both got the. Chaos I have to tell board. this story because Steve doesn't want me to tell this story. Okay. We're on our way back. We're going to try to drive all the way through. We're determined to drive all the oh, way through. Yeah, totally. I, I decided, because it's like 3 in the afternoon when we finished. And I was like, look, if you can drive until midnight, I can drive all the way to Oklahoma. Scott's like, are you sure? I'm like, they'll get us in like 4 in the morning or so. I'm like, yeah. yeah, that's a little bit later than I normally like to stay up. I have no problem. So he was under the impression to sleep in his own bed versus yeah, and save money. Oh, and I'm, you're the same I'm always way. for that. Absolutely, save money, sleep. sleep in your own bed. I'd, I'd always rather sleep in my own bed. No downside, except right. possibly dying in a crash. Well, right there is that. So we're driving. Well, he's driving and driving and driving. Get past St. Louis. Mm-hmm. We're making good time. Great right? time. Like we didn't hit any traffic. We didn't hit any <sighs> construction. We didn't hit anything. Then we hit. Guess it was a super wreck. We came over the hill and saw nothing but red tail lights for miles. Mm. Trucks were pulled over. They just gave up like Completely this was the zombie apocalypse. <laughs> the truckers are parked and they're just out of their car. You know, trucks mm-hmm. just sitting around smoking or you know whatever. And I'm like, what the hell's going on? And so this, Steve's magic phone. This is at what eleven o'clock at night. Well, it's 10? like the cars coming out oh, of Atlanta in The Walking Dead. No, it was a little bit later than that. Oh, when we got out of it, it was no, it, past When we there. first hit it, it was dark. It was a little bit later than that. Well, it might have been around then. We probably got dark then. So we don't know what the hell's going on. We search all the radio stations. I finally pulled up on a local website. You know, happened to you find it. You a news station. Mm-hmm. Happened to find it. And it talks about a giant wreck, like three tractor trailers, a dozen cars, all this. The pictures are from the daytime. That's how I told oh. Scott. I'm like, this is bad. He goes, what? This was taken during the day. <laughs> and it showed the traffic. <laughs> so and we're it's like, not we went oh about God. four miles. And, oh. <laughs> Took an hour and a half. Yeah. It was awful. Wow. It was crazy. And it stymied our trip. Sure. It was like, there's no way now we're going to make it back. And I was right. like, it's a sign from God. You know. Right. Well, he, he and wanted- then Steve... <laughs> goes I go, where you want to stop and we find places we don't like, know no. where to stop he's like, like god wants us to eat at a shoney's i was like you know what you got to live with faith if this happened for a reason everything happens for a reason <laughs> right god wants us to eat at a shoney's <laughs> we're going to see a shoney's in the next, in the next 30 minutes oh he gave it we time. will either see a shoney's and we'll pull off or we'll see a sign for a shoney's and we'll pull off 29 minutes later <laughs> it was really almost <laughs> 29 <laughs> minutes later, because I'm looking at the clock on the driver's side, on the other side of the highway. I go, the motherfucking Shoney's, bitch. Motherfucking show. We see the sign, and it says Shoney's, two miles or whatever. So we drive to the <laughs> hotel. Was, I'm like, motherfucking Shoney's. Yeah. So, yeah, we got to stay at a hotel right, right. next to a Shoney's. Right. And the next and morning, we got up and had some fucking Shoney's. We didn't know which hotel. It was like a weird area, a lot of construction. So we went to different places. And it was more than we wanted to spend. But finally, I just went into the talk, talk with the gal. I'm like, look, Big, big Mac. I was like, there's a big, massive wreck. He goes, you want some of this ginger cock? You want some of this? Yeah. <laughs> he goes, you I'm not even going to play cock? up to it. Wow. You like, didn't sure. see her. <laughs> um, I'd hit it. Yeah, probably. If you weren't married. But I was like, look. And I just played it up. I'm like, we just need someplace safe, somewhere cheap. Are you comparable? 
She's like, well, there's a couple of places down the way that are a little bit cheaper, but they're not as good. Nobody cares. I'm like, oh, okay. Just tell me you showed your... Well, no, 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 no. We, then we slept there, and it was the best sleep we'd gotten all time. By far the best hotel. Best the hotel whole the whole trip. It was amazing. Red Roof Inn can suck my dick. They, <laughs> they were not the horrible. The they were not horrible, but they were not good. Not for the price we paid. Yeah. I think we could have paid like five or ten bucks more and gotten a bigger room, which we should have done. So the next one we had some Shoney's, and we ate the shit out of a breakfast bar. Not only was it probably <laughs> the second best meal next to the pizza, it was six, what, seven bucks? I seven bucks. Seven bucks with tax. For an all-you-can-eat buffet. <laughs> Fresh bacon, not oh, overcooked. Dude, it was so awesome. French toast. Anything this is you want. guy's talking to you. If you're ever in Missouri and you see a Shoney's, <laughs> go eat breakfast. Listen up. There. That's why I love Shoney's. Word to your mother. Oh my God. <laughs> he came back. His plate was full of nothing but meat. Yep. <laughs> just had piles of bacon. That bacon would make couch fire sausage. Wow. That was awesome. The wad of bacon. And then, of course, eventually we traveled on to Oklahoma where all the roads got shittier and they started charging us out the ass to travel on them. Yeah. But we, we even take a, that. That's wonderful. We even take a different tollway and it's still... Expensive. I was like, damn. Both expensive and shitty, which is a great combination. So during this trip back, we start contemplating about whether to... Uh, we, we enjoy tournaments, and since we have access to a game shop, why not create our own tournaments? And we and had been talking about it for a while. So and we decided is, to go to Chaos Cup first before we actually make any decisions. Yeah, we wanted to learn from Johnny and those guys and how to run tournaments. So, uh, yeah, we decided that uh, come January, January 21st, we're promoting right now. So if you stuck on this long... You got to come to the Oklahoma Bowl. We're going to do the Oklahoma Bowl at Wizards Asylum in Norman, Oklahoma. There's not a lot of tournaments down here in Oklahoma. There's no there's tournaments. There's none. Or down Even south. in the south. There's not many Nothing. down south. So we're going to actually try to, as, as fellow couch pirates and gamers and nerds and whatever you want to call us, we're going to try to get the tournament scene for Blood Bowl in this area. So I even invite you, Kevin, <laughs> to come out. And you can bring your team, the Toxic Goddesses, back to Blood Bowl. <laughs> and you can come out, and we're going to have custom dice. We're going to have a cheap entry fee. They're pretty, yeah. they're pretty sweet dice, too, by the way. That's right. And I'll have a link. We have OklahomaBowl.com. Yep. That's just like Oklahoma Bowl, but instead, it's O-R-C-Lahoma. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> L-A-H-O-M-A. Oh, you want me to spell it out? Yes. That's good enough. People know. Come O-R-C. C L H O M A bowl dot com. There you go. But yeah, this is it's going to be a one day tournament. It's going to be your first tournament, so we're doing it one day. Um, so what ten dollar entry fee if you pre register? Okay, wait a minute. You said it's going to be at Wizards Asylum. That's, that's in right. that's in Norman, Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Do you guys happen to have the address for that? Um, it's six sixteen six twenty four South Jenkins. Jenkins, yeah. I believe six twenty four South Jenkins. I believe and they've we, got a they've got a website or a Facebook page. They sure the do. Uh, I think it's just Wizards. There's a link on our games. Site. There's there's a link on. Go to Oklahoma Bowl. There our rules go. are there. there our rules go. pack is there. Um, picture of our dice. Picture of our dice. Right. We have our contact information. Our Twitter information. Good. All our sponsors are there. The site just launched full blown today. Everything works. So hey, you know, if, if you even think you want to learn Blood Bowl, contact us. If you're in the area, we'll get together and kind of teach you how to And play. we are actually going to have a couple of Blood Bowl nights, one in November, one in December, to get together there, talk about Blood Bowl, play Blood Bowl, 
teach people, whatever. And there's a rumor, just a rumor, that there could be a uh, your very own Blood Bowl podcast with some big guys. Hmm. Like maybe Couch Pirate Campbell, also known as Steve Campbell, and Couch Pirate Scott, and also known as Scott Prime. Yeah. Coming to you live. Hope, well, not live. <laughs> not live. Recorded. But could this, be live. We might. This we started doing actually, live. Could we be actually live. did live ring, ring rust. That would be cool. So, right. But this hopefully will be our first tournament and then move into a more set yeah. two-day format yes. at a later time. Also, uh, I guess another note is it's only going to be four rounds. It's only going to be a one-day tournament. So if you're from Texas or we've had some guys from Missouri even talk about yeah. coming up, you're going to play all day. Stay the night and go home the next day. So you can and if you're coming, just let us know. We'll do what we can to accommodate you. Yep. So um, if you listen this far on the uh, Ginger Road Trip to the Chaos Cup, we appreciate it. And we know this is uh, very specific on Blood Bowl and uh, food. <laughs> but uh, we appreciate food. you listening. Anything else? Can't think of anything, really. I think we're good. All right, so for one final time, if they're interested in your tournament, it's OklahomaBowl.com. Yep. What's the date? January 21st, 2012. It's in Norman, Oklahoma. You can check it out. And if they want to get more information, who do they contact? They can contact us through at OklahomaBowl okay. at gmail.com. OklahomaBowl. OklahomaBowl. At gmail.com. It's also All right. on the website. All right, good. And... Um, if somebody calls into our number, our hotline here, right? What's our hotline number? It is one eight 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 five zero six zero two two one, which is a voicemail hotline. Are you thinking what I'm thinking? Yeah, I think whoever is the first person that calls in and leaves a comment, right, about the podcast and that they've heard this, we'll okay. get, we'll send them some uh, some the copper and black custom dice. Cool, those are cool, and we'll pay yeah. the postage and we'll send them to you. No, you right. just you call, you leave a comment about it. You say we sucked. You can say whatever, or this was awesome, and uh, you know, leave your information. Right. We're going to have to have uh, what from them? They're going to have to have their address, name yeah, we'll, and address, we'll, yeah, name or their address. email address. Email. Where we get in touch. Be good. With. Yeah, email just so we can contact them. All right, that would be the best. So how about that That's good. for a, a promotion giveaway? It's a giveaway. That's pretty cool. That's and there's, awesome. There's not many of those dice out there. So Only if you like fact, collecting dice or if you're in no Blood dice Bowl. out there right now. Right. Well, there you go. No, we we should be getting in. them soon. So so once again, that's one eight 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 five zero six zero two two one. Call in and tell us what you think about the podcast. We want to hear from you. And don't be any local Other guys. Couch Pirates and Couch Pirate Relatives do not apply. Yeah, come on. Wow. You guys are going to pay you 10 bucks and play anyway, so don't do that. $10 for early registration, $15 at the door. That's pretty cheap. We'll have a PayPal thing up later today, probably, or tomorrow. Yep. Well, right. whenever you listen to this, it'll be Right. Up. I mean, this won't be put up until about March, so. Okay. That'll, that'll be really good. <laughs> so, for 2012. I'm a little behind. For 2012, we'll be doing be a, a different tournament. Oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, shout outs to, just real quick to uh, the guys at Zorpcast for being super hosts up in Chicago. I mean, they treated us like they'd known oh, us yeah. for years. That's Johnny P. That's Extreme. Uh, Jane, James Ruffer. Or Roofer, I'm sorry. I don't know how to say it. I think it's Roofer. Okay. All those guys we met, we shook hands with. We appreciated uh, Mike Muller, known as Valdrick. He's mm-hmm. been helping me proofread some stuff. Uh, he's also from the NAF. We're going to have uh, NAF signups too. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. uh, so you can sign up to the club, right. the NAF club, and you get your custom block dice right there at Wizards Asylum instead of sending in your money and waiting about three months to get your dice. <laughs> you can do that the same day as our tournament. So right. 
Anyways, we're promoting the heck out of it. Come on out. If you have any donations, too, just let us know. Anything else? No. All right. I think we're good. Thanks, man. Uh, thanks for giving us probably an hour and a half of your time. It's and, been four uh, hours, dude. Four uh, hours. No, it hasn't. It might, it might seem that way. <laughs> I, I've got another five hours in me. Can <laughs> we keep going? <laughs> no. We talk about what we ate today. Hey. No, this is What's gonna be, your this is gonna be rib McRibs. I've Let's not, not had. Go there. I'm not a big McRib fan, That's, to be honest. I've not yeah, had this one. This is dating the podcast now. I've because the McRibs will be gone soon. Had one. November fifth is supposed to be the last. You're day. not missing anything. My ri- McRib. They're really good. Count, this year. My lifetime McRib count is zero. Dude, I'm gonna pop your McRib cherry. <laughs> God, that doesn't sound good at all. <laughs> Extra sauce. Extra <laughs> sauce. Sauce boss, like the Epic Mealtime dudes. <laughs> exactly. Got to give him some of that sauce and a bacon weave. <laughs> All right. This is your bacon moment. No one can take this away from you. Wow. All right. We are way off the track now. Going off the rails indeed. Uh, one last time, this is uh, the Jam Session on Catch Pat Radio. If you're interested in hearing more of this sort of thing... <laughs> Then, Tell us uh, where please, to go. Please drop by couchpirates.com. You can also find us on iTunes. Uh, you can leave a rating for us. We sure would appreciate it. Uh, once again, our toll-free hotline number is one eight 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 five zero six zero two two one. And if you have a comment directly for me, you can contact me, Kevin, at couchpirates.com. Thank you for listening to us, and we'll see you next time. Okay, and that's that. So... There we go. That's the jam session. That's kind of like our origin. That is our origin issue or episode. Episode origin issue. Episode zero. That's awesome. Yeah. Hopefully you enjoyed it. If you hadn't heard it before, if you had heard it, hopefully you listen to it again because you're odd like that. But if you enjoy us, you enjoyed that probably. And this gives us the magic number three, which allows us to our understanding the ability to send it to iTunes. Well, we've always had the ability, but we've decided to actually wait for three episodes to give us submit a to chance. iTunes, and so maybe we can get the process going a lot quicker. So this gives us three episodes, and uh, we appreciate you listening. And now that you've heard the beginning or the the past for the first time, uh, continue to listen to both down. And you know, once we're on iTunes, we're going to tweet that out and let everybody know. You can catch us on Twitter at at both down. You can catch. Steve at at Kilowog twenty eight fourteen, and you can catch myself Scott Prime. You can catch me at Fat Finley. That's F A T F I N L E Y. And you, you have can, any emails? You can send it to bothdownpodcast at gmail dot com. And and our our hotline. Our hotline is eight 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 five zero six zero two two one. If you call in, give us a shout out. Say anything you want, feedback, good things, bad things. If you do leave a message, we may play it. That's right. We may not, but we may. More than likely, we will. Uh, Continue to give us feedback on the forums, whether it's on the NAF site, Talk Fantasy Football, the Zlurpy forums. Uh, Make sure you also listen to all the other Blood Bowl podcasts out there in the family of Blood Bowl podcasts. Let's keep this community rocking and playing some Blood Bowl. Anything else you want to say before we get out of here? Nope. think that's it today. All right. Thanks for listening to Both Down. I'm Scott Prime. And I'm Steve. Take care. See you later. Bye.